Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And joining me on the line because she tried to call in sick and I'm like, no, no, none of that here. No sympathy. <laughs> I'm so mean, Sandra. I know. So I just started eating strawberries instead. That's okay. Eat your strawberries. I hope you're in your, uh, you've been in your PJs all day, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'm talking about my lovely co-host, the funny and talented Miss Sandra Cruz. She's also the host of Inside Jokes, which airs right after our show. So stick around on this uh, Sunday night because she'll have you rolling. Guaranteed. Right, Sandra? Something. Something along those lines, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, And Sandra... Yeah, you know how we always we're always like losing it over our kids, and we're like, oh, much. I can't keep up. Yeah, there's so much, much to do. They like you've got the two boys, right? Yes. Luke and Patrick. Patrick. Okay, so you got Luke and Patrick. I have Samantha, Liliana, and Marcus. And everyone mm-hmm. looks at me and says, I don't know how you do it, Pina. You got three yeah. kids. They're two, four, and six. And I'm like, I don't know. I just do it, right? Yeah. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. We've got a special guest joining us on the phone from Cali. Yeah. Her name is Brenda Sheik. And she's a mom like us. She's got a 27-year-old daughter. And then she's got got a few boys. You want to know how many? Oh, God. What do you got? She's got 10 boys. Oh, come on. I swear. And she's joining us on the phone right now. Brenda. (laughs) How are you? <laughs> Sandra doesn't believe me, Brenda. Yeah, I know, oh, no man does. Is it, so you've Brenda. got eleven kids. Yeah, eleven. So you've got your twenty-seven-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. and then you've got twins that are eleven. Right. You've got another set of twins who are nine. Right. You've got three singletons that are nine. Uh huh. And triplets who just turned nine this past Friday, right? Yes. That's a lot of kids. It's too many, right? It's and they're really close in age. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so someone's going to say, I know the parents at home are listening. They're like, they're looking, they're probably counting on their fingers, looking at a calendar, and they're like, but how is this even possible? Yeah, how does it even happen? The math is very confusing. But yeah. <laughs> Walk us through it, please. Yeah, so the 27-year-old, that's explainable, right? That was natural. My husband, when we met, we wanted to have a big family. We had a daughter, and um, we just kept trying to have, you know, our, grow our big family. And 15 years go by oh of gosh. no luck, a lot of losses, a lot of drama. And then we tried fertility, um, and that didn't work out. And we tried surrogacy, and the surrogates had miscarriages. And then finally, we had a, a set of twins, um, boys, and we were super excited. And um, we we still wanted to keep trying, um, but it's expensive. You know, fertility is expensive. Yeah, so, yeah it's... Um, sorry, I'm just going to ask, like, because we're in Canada, and here it works a little bit differently. What is it like in, in the States, surrogacy? Well, sur- yeah, surrogacy is um, it's really depending on the state that you're in. So California is a very surrogate friendly state. There are like everybody near the water is friendly about surrogacy, but if Hmm. you're, you know, inside the middle of the United States, it gets really tricky. So um, it was, you know, it's our eggs. And then we have a surrogate with an agency. So they're represented 
they have an attorney. You know, it's a it's a very um, thought out process, and they're okay. Yeah. So you were lucky that you're in California. Lucky I was in California. Um, yeah, in other states it's not so easy, and you have to be careful because I had I did have surrogates out of state, but they were in surrogacy friendly states. So a lot of parents, a lot of wannabe parents, have um, you know they get a lot of of problem. They have to adopt their own children, even if they're oh their own age, because the birth mother is the mom. Sometimes yeah. I've even heard of cases where the surrogates don't get to keep their own children, and then they have to pay child support. And so, what? Yes. Um, you know what? Because we had our gay dads that we love so much. Yes. That had Milo. Yes. And they were telling us a little right? bit about this. Yeah. So, okay. So, you had the, the 11 year old twin boys, and then you were like, okay, but we want some more. Yeah, we wanted some more. We like we were like, okay, good. This is working. Um, and so we tried seven more times. I don't know what it's cost in Canada, but it's it's a lot of money here. It's really expensive. And so seven more attempts with nothing. Oh my and, gosh. Um, and uh, we tried to have girls after the twin boys, and so um, we just gave up. So we were happy. We had our three kids and content, and just kind of closed the door on. On continuing. Then the boys were like about a year and a half, maybe two years old. And I was driving with my husband from Northern California back to Southern California. And I got a call from my agent and she was a good, you know, she was such a great lady to work with, but we weren't friends. So it just kind of seemed weird. So I picked up the call and she's like, Brenda, I found this doctor. And I'm just like, oh gosh, you know, I don't want (laughs) to I don't want to make more eggs. You know, it's a lot of fertility drugs that you take to, you know, be able to release. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's hard. It's a lot of work. You have surgery to take them out. And on top of it, I'm like, I don't want to meet new surrogates. Like, it's 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 a process, I'd imagine. It's a process, yeah. And also, I don't want to pay more money. I'm like, no. (laughs) She's like, no, really, Brenda, he's doing great. We'll just use your frozen eggs, ones that are left. And I'm going to cut you off right there, Brenda, because I want to hear more about these frozen eggs. And I'm sure everyone else does, including Sandra. So stick around, guys. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And joining me, I was going to say in studio, but I don't have anyone in studio. I am one lonely no. girl this evening. My co-host isn't here. Sandra, you're at home. Yes, I am. You're at home. You're feeling a little bit under the weather. A little bit under and over the weather, yes. And I was like, well, we're just going to call you then. Join yeah. in on the party. And joining us on the phone, too, we have Brenda Sheik from California. She's a mom of 11. We ended off the last segment talking about frozen eggs. And I'm not talking about the ones you buy at the grocery store, people. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, Brenda, you were telling us that you guys were going to use your frozen eggs to go back to the surrogates that you had been dealing with in the past, right? Yes. So our agent kind of, like, suggested that this could actually, you know, result in maybe another baby. You know, we were close to the idea, but um, I told her I'd call her back. And 
by the time we were driving from Northern California to Southern California, by the time we got home, it just reopened our whole dreams of a, of a, of a bigger family all over wow. again. So we're like, yeah, okay, because yeah. It, probably all it took was just that one little, you know, that spark, Aww. that 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 yeah. flame of hope to be like, oh, but you know what? Remember when yeah, we said that we, we wanted just, a big yeah. family? <laughs> yeah. Why do you think Tina and I have a lot of baby shows on recently? Because... <laughs> We're, our kids are that much older, and we're like, oh, let's have a bunch of baby shows so we can look at babies again. <laughs> oh, we love them. But I want to hear what happens. So you guys are driving back, and then so, you're like, let's go for it? Yeah. We were like, okay, all right, we'll see what you can do. And we're not, we're not going to, you know, so my agent worked out a deal where the doctor would pay, would charge one transfer fee for all the remaining frozen eggs that I had. And so wow. all the women that had tried for us in the past and not been successful, there was four of them. And then the one that carried twins, the one that was successful, they had all gone on, mind you, and had successful surrogacies with other people. Um, and so they just, they were available and, and, uh, and were excited to try for me. So I was like, okay, we just reinstated their contract. And the doctor wow. the eggs just, just according to their own cycles and their convenience. Um, within the next, I think it was over a period of about four months. Wow! And so That's we just, we just, you know, kind of. Uh, this is the throwaway eggs, the the quality you don't choose. You know, you sort of handpick over what you think. Yeah, might, because they say work. that they go through all kinds of different testing to make sure that they're like yeah. prime. You know, the yeah. oh, the cream yeah. of the crop. A lot of money to make sure that we weren't putting eggs that were gonna, you know, not work. You know, we did give it our best shot. So we were just like all of us were hoping one would work. Yeah. That, that and how many really eggs cool. were there at this point? So at that point, there were um, 11 eggs transferred altogether, two of them that were really, really good eggs. Um, and those, uh, we just transferred one of those frozen eggs. And then, like, um, we transferred three eggs into one um, lady who was older. She was 42 years old. And the eggs were, like, the worst. Like, they were, like, you know, the doctor's like, this is kind of a waste of our time. But, you know, they're not officially not growing, you know. Yeah, so that's sort of how we determined, you know, how to transfer the eggs. So there's 11 eggs transferred at that point. Oh, my gosh. So 11 eggs transferred. At this point, though, you have your 27-year-old daughter. Right. And you have twin little boys at this point, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Just turning about two years old. At that point, I'm already sweating for you. Like, <laughs> like I know. I'm glad you're doing the counting. And, um, yeah. Like, yeah. I can't even like, and I suck at math. Right. So I'm just trying to think like, okay, you know, you got your daughter. How old was your daughter at this, at this point? She was 17 because she was 15 when the twins were born. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So then, yeah, I'm trying to keep up here with the math. So you got the, the 17 year old daughter, twin boys who are about, are they like one or two? Yeah, they're just turning two. They're just turning two. And now <laughs> there's a possibility of like even these eggs that are poor quality <laughs> to turn into babies. And that's yeah. 11 there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is, a, this is, remember, this is a decade ago. So fertility science has gotten incredible. But between yeah. the twins and this next round... Obviously, science got really, really good. And we're yeah, going to find we... out what she means by really, really good just after the break. So stick around Thank because you. we're here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and this is The Parenting Show.
listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. We are talking about big families. We're talking about some fertility, some surrogacy. We're talking with our awesome friend and oh-so-chic mama, Brenda Chic in California. She's joining us on the phone. Hello, Brenda. Hi. And we've got Miss Sandra Crusi, co-host, executive producer of the show. She's joining us on the phone, too, but not from Cali, just from Mississauga. Just here. here. (laughs) From her living room, live from Sandra's living room. I want to say, like, via satellite, like they do at the awards shows when when people people don't show up. Not so cool. Not so cool. Um, So, Brenda, we're talking with Brenda, who um, is telling us a little bit about her family. She's got... Mm. 10 boys that's correct yes. Brenda 10 boys that's correct one that's girl right. um but as we're going along in her story because I find this so interesting and I, I love it this. because I follow Brenda on Instagram and she seriously makes me pee my pants all the time um wow. she actually put on her Easter post oh, oh my god I was rolling it was her and with all her kids and they have all their feet dangling in the pool. And um, <laughs> the caption was something like, this is what all my eggs turned into. Happy Easter. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So tell Good us, one. tell us like, okay, you had your daughter, you had uh, a set of twin boys, and then you guys got the call saying, hey, let's use the remaining 11 eggs and let's go back to the surrogates you guys dealt with. And let's give it a go. And you and your husband were like, let's do it. So what happened? (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, uh, like I said, we were really hoping one would work. You know, we just kind of like, we had had so much trauma and so much epic failure that we just weren't, you know, um, you don't let your spirits get that high anymore. You know, you don't want to be scattered again. So we were just like, really like, I hope one works. And we started getting calls. And um, these circuits, um, so they went at different times within, a, you know, over the course of four months. But um, as each one would go, like, wow, I'm, I'm pregnant. I'm, I'm, I just peed on a pregnancy stick, and it's showing pink. And it's oh only, gosh. like, four or five days after my transfer. So that means that the, in order for, you know, a pregnancy stick to turn pink really early, there has to be more than one. Your hormone oh. levels have to be really high. Yeah. And so we start that started opening our eyes. Like, oh my goodness, this is like, <laughs> like what? Four days later, you're you're it's pink. This is not one. And so, so call after call, like just you know, it just started. Every everyone was working. It was just we. we I remember just sitting next to my husband, like, what if we what if we do? Like, you know what oh I mean? Oh my like, gosh, yeah, because like. Do? You guys yeah. are probably looking at each other saying, we just got yeah. this call. And how far How far in between? You said over four months you were getting these calls? Yeah, over four months. So the triplets, when she, I think it was like day three after the transfer, she called and she's like, this this stick is pink. I'm pregnant. And oh we're like, gosh. okay, that's not one. That's probably not even two. So it was just crazy. Every single egg, every, all of, every 11 eggs, all of them took. So we did have um, a loss with one of the twins. Um, it had a heartbeat at 12 weeks and then it, and then it disappeared. Um, but it wasn't like the loss. We were so used to loss and trauma. Like that's how it, you know. Yeah. It became like your, like a normal thing. It became a normal thing and that, and we were like, I'm not saying we were happy about it, but it it wasn't like a, oh my goodness. So, uh, yeah. So here we were 
about like we were in a space of about four months where we were trying to think like we're having 10 babies landing in our house in a, within the next few months. And um, yeah, baby lending. Yeah. We took our master bedroom and turned it into a nursery. There yeah. Was, I'd imagine you'd yeah. get kicked out of your room. Wow. Yeah. We were kicked out. <laughs> so was your husband on the sofa, like in the doghouse at this point? Like, Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I want to you know, my husband, I blame him. We had this, you know, we had three kids, you know, we had like the twins and my daughter with three kids. And so we had like a regular size house. And then he went and bought like a, like a 12,000 square foot home. And I was like, we don't need all this space. And it's like, I, I blame him. I'm like, you know how you change fish bowls and you put your little fish into a bigger bowl and it just grows to the size of the house? Yes. I'm like, that's what happened. Like you. <laughs> so, oh really- my gosh. So, okay. So then everyone got pregnant mm-hmm. and, um, and then the babies just started. So they were all, were they all born within four, roughly four months of each other? Yeah, most of them were born, like five of them were born in November. And so, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And then one of the surrogates was in Florida. Brenda, I can't deal with three, and they're two years (laughs) apart. Like, I'm dying here. And you had five newborns in a month. In the same month, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just can't even. I can't even. Okay, we're going to find out. We're going to find out how Brenda does it all, because I I don't know. And uh, and she's going to spring something else on us, too. So that's going to be interesting. Honestly, mamas, if there is someone that needs a cape that says Superwoman on it, um, it is Brenda Sheik. I'm just putting it out there. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. To the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking big families and no one better in the world, according oh to, you know, in my books, uh, to talk to than the awesome, the amazing Brenda Sheik. Uh, she is a friend. She is an influencer. You can find her online on uh, on Instagram. And it's probably one of the uh, my most favorite Instagram feeds to watch because it's her and her 11 kids which include 10 boys, which are just within, born within how far apart, Brenda? Four months. Yeah, four months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, I'm just like in awe of you and everything that you do. So um, you've got these these babies and they, you know, through surrogacy um, in the month of November, you welcomed home five little baby boys. Yes. Sandra. Yes. Are you I'm, taking this I'm, all in? I am writing this down, actually. <laughs> You're like me. You need absorbed. to see it down on paper to make, you know what I mean, to do the math and be like, how, right? I'm getting the kids' names down. I don't know why I'm doing that. Like, oh, my God. Talking know. about the kids' names. Brenda, mm-hmm. how do you even do that? Yeah. That, yeah, that was funny. So we had, like, we all had, we had a system with veto power and um, with my daughter and my husband and my two sister-in-laws and my mom. And so my, my only 
caveat was that nobody's name could start with the same initial because I wanted to be able to label people's stuff, you know. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So once, you know, Oliver was done, no more O's, you know, it's just like that. So um, then we just, we, you know, put our top three names in a hat and then, you know, cross off the names that we couldn't deal with from other people and then, and then just pulled it out. <laughs> so what, what are all the kids' names, starting with your daughter? So Carrie... Ollie, Marty, Sergio, Austin, Jack, Leo, Remy, Franklin, Holland, Victor. I love wow. it. I love that you went with different names. Me like too. And you didn't go with the Jack same initial, right, Sandra? Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> Julie, Jack, James. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of that going on. That's good. Sandra, I know yeah. you, you're, you're dying inside. You've got some questions for Brenda. I do. Okay, so I'm just looking at the most difficult parts of my life with children, which is everything. Everything we do is difficult. But think, something like eating, Brenda. How do you corral the crew? <laughs> and boys, Sandra. <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah. These guys on our perpetual diet. Structure is key. We were lucky. We were lucky. My husband, um, you know, is such a good provider. I've always felt really blessed with that. Like I felt like we, it wasn't, it wasn't like it didn't land on us and we couldn't afford it. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. It was a blessing. I mean, I did have to make some changes. Obviously it was just like, you know, no more fancy clothes, no more fancy cars, but I did get a chef and I got a few nannies, you know, like you make trade-offs, but, but we made it work. So we did have a chef. We actually had a couple of different chefs. um, And so they would come and make, you know, organic baby food and, it just, yeah, was a big help. Well, at least you're saying that. Yeah. We had huge whiteboards in the nursery just to keep track of the feeding. Oh, yeah, you would have. Did you, talking about the feedings, did you, um, were they all bottle fed? Were they breastfed? Like, because I'm just wondering, like, from a breastfeeding mom's point of view, like myself, and how difficult it is to breastfeed one, I was like, can you imagine, like, trying to deal with an army of children? (laughs) Right, yeah. So this was the lovely part of the surrogacies that we had. Um, they uh, they would pump for us and ship FedEx on ice. Amazing. What's yeah. that? They would they would pump Sandra and then they would FedEx it on ice the milk. Wow. Right, and yeah. the only reason yeah. why I know I'm it's, it's mind blowing, guys. So they pump, and they would FedEx well, the milk yeah. on ice. So this wow. way it's fresh. Wow. See, and the only reason why I asked, Brenda, if you breastfed is because um, science these days can allow women to, although they didn't, you know, give birth, uh, if they've been a mom or depending on how, you know, much time passed between pregnancies, to still be able to breastfeed, right? So that's why. you can always buy breast milk, but this is great. It was right from their own surrogates. It was wonderful. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, Brenda, you're always with the boys. I'm always with the boys, right? <laughs> I've acclimated to the family. At first, it was really, really hard, I have to admit. It was it was exhausting. I was, like, not getting sleep. And I had to figure things out. I, it, the genius move came. This one move was pivotal. It changed everything. I was having nannies come during the day so I could get help. But then at night, you need to I was sleep. sleeping, right? Yeah, yeah so we're not I, talking about one kid here. 
No, yeah. I changed and I got a nighttime crew. And then I only had my family help me in the day. And so oh, I that's was brilliant. Rested. And then the babies yeah. also started sleeping at night because they'd be like, wouldn't wake up for a nanny, but they definitely want to be awake for family. So, yes. um, yeah, very so cool. It was, it was genius, yeah. I uh, always, like, newborn, like, moms with newborn babies or twins or triplets that need nannies or anybody who needs a nanny, nighttime is the way to go. See? there. If okay. any of you moms that are listening are expecting some great words of advice, we're going to have more right after the break, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. And uh, we've got a show tonight like no other. We've had um, Frankie and BJ Nelson uh, join us in the past. They are the lovely and amazing gay dads that had a child through surrogacy. But um, we've never had a surrogacy story that involved 11 children, or I should say 10, because 10 were born uh, via surrogates. And so we're talking with uh, Brenda Sheik in California about, uh, about her story. Brenda, how are you? I don't know how you're, you're doing with, I don't even know how you do it. Like, honestly, I watch, I see, I understand you have help and I get it. Because, like, I have friends who have, like, two, three kids, and they have a nanny. But you're dealing with, uh, your daughter's older, she's 27. But your boys are between the ages of 9 and 11. And there's 10 of them. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you, so, what's your your day like? Do Do you work? Do you juggle a career while they go to school? Or, like, do you do stuff at home while they're at school? How does it work? Well, so um, I was the in-house kind of attorney for my husband's business um, doing leasing and stuff like that. So I was able to read contracts and do that for a while. But it was just when the 11 came, on all the babies came, it was just too much. And so I did step back from any outside work. And then for, that was for a couple of years. And then I would just sort of, you know, uh, take on projects as I could. And then, um, you know, lately I've been doing a lot of blogging. I've been doing some speaking. And little by little been given this opportunity to – to to leave without feeling like the house is going to be gone when I get back. Yeah. So um, how, like, what is like school, the school situation like with them? So, yeah, I homeschool. And extra, oh my gosh, did you just say homeschool? I just said homeschool. I know. I swear someone, like, honestly, (laughs) get her a cape now that says like, ultimate Super mom. How, oh my God, I can't even wrap my head around it. How did you even get to that point? What made you think I'm going to homeschool these, uh, these, these 10 boys? So we were, um, we were uh, living in a nice area and, um, you know, all the kids were going to private school that we knew and it was a great private school, but it was extremely expensive. It was $25,000 a kid. And so we were paying that. It was just too much money. We were thinking, how are we going to even afford to put it away for college? It was just really expensive. And oh, so yeah. And public school was troubling me. It was so many kids. And, you know. Um, You're just I, like, I, I let's just, try something yeah. else, right? 
Right. So we were we were doing the private school thing, and my husband's like, you know, um, you, we've got to we've got to figure this out. Um, and we um, we have one son who has cerebral palsy. That's another story. Um, he was born fine, but the doctors made a mistake, and he was left with brain damage. And so we traveled as a family when he was three years old to China, where we lived in China for a year, and he was able to get three. Um, stem cell treatments over oh, wow. the course of a year that allowed him to walk, and it really woke up these cognitive parts of his brain. And so he That's just amazing. got he just made so much progress. And so that took us out of the school system, and it also brought the family together. We were just operating on a whole new level. They got you know patients yeah. from traveling and just exposed to the gratitude that they could feel back in California at home. Um, and so that 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 brought a lot of. Um, changes to the family. And when I got back, um, I put them in school again. Um, but then I have one son with ADHD. He's yeah. super, yeah, really bright, really fast. But as soon as he was done, um, he would start distracting all the other kids. And so it just became embarrassing to go to these teacher conferences. Like I, they were just surviving my son, Leo. So yeah. I took him out to homeschool. I said, you know, what? you're like a bull in a China um, shop. It's just it, like, this isn't, it's too much um, Let's do what works for the family, right? Yeah. yeah. So he was just, uh, it was amazing how much he could get done in just a really short time. And then, you know, I've always had them in all these extracurricular activities. That was another like, question that I had because I go crazy just bringing my, my two girls to dance. Never mind, Marcus is not even in anything. <laughs> yeah. So your kids also do extracurricular stuff. A ton of stuff, yeah. They do gymnastics and tennis and kumon. Yeah, basketball at the YMCA. Yeah, they do everything. My son is uh, ADHD, so we do the kumon and stuff. But you have your ADHD son in kumon and stuff. He does all that? He does all that, yeah. He participates? Because my guy's on a perpetual strike. (laughs) He's just like, no, 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 no. Oh, my. Yeah, because I was going to say, you guys share that. You have that in common. So, Sandra, yes. so maybe you should tell your little guy that you're just going to send him over to Brenda's house yeah. <laughs> in California. She's got to figure it out. What, what's one more kid, right, Brenda? Yeah. <laughs> Stick around. We are going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with Brenda and Sandra right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm here with my real estate friend Holly Garvey Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. We talked before about getting your finances in order for buyers. Well, today's tip is for sellers to get their finances in order before they list, including a conversation about bridge financing. What do you mean? In today's hot market, make sure that you're not walking away from a fabulous offer just because the closing date is a couple of days or weeks later than the closing date of the property you already purchased. It's not as costly as you think, and it'll give you some peace of mind with pre-approved bridge financing options. For anyone that I can help, call or email me with any questions. Call her now, hgp at bosleyrealestate.com, 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. 
Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. We are talking about big families. And we are talking with Brenda Sheik. She is a mom of 11 living in California. Thank God, Brenda, that you're in California (laughs) and not Toronto because, honestly, we're still waiting for spring to hit here. (laughs) <laughs> and I know that you said that your boys do a lot of extracurricular activities, right? Yes. Um, one that I've seen on social media and like the pictures that I love seeing of you guys is when you go surfing. Oh, when- yeah. They love it. Yeah. So is that something they do weekly? Is that something that is like lessons they have or just something that they do for fun with like the family? So we do that on Thursdays. Thursdays is like our just our free day to go out. We almost always do surfing. We'll do Brenda, I'm coming to live things. with you. Okay. I'm coming. I'll be there on Thursday and we can go surfing. <laughs> Sorry. I had to just, I cut you off. I got so excited. So Thursday's your surfing day. Yeah. Yes. And so, and what, uh, like one question that, that pops into my mind is that's really like, that's cute. You know what I mean? I see the pictures, 11 kids and they all go surfing. That's awesome. Um, but how do you get them to the beach I had a hard time when I you know my baby number three was coming and I was like I've got two little girls they're you know two and four in car seats and now a newborn coming and I I remember going to the the car dealership and I handed them over the keys to like my my Benz and then they gave me keys to a Dodge Caravan because that was like you know (laughs) what would work with car seats how do you travel where do you put these kids do you have a bus? Yeah, we we put, we used to have to take three cars, and then I was like, no, this is not working. So we take uh, we bought a um, Mercedes Sprinter van. It's a twelve seater. It's like those airport transport vans. Yes, and it's awesome. It's got stadium seating, and the best part about it, it's got a vinyl floor. It's not carpet, so I can mop it out. It's brilliant. Oh yes, because sand and boys, yeah, sand boys, maybe a little bit of puke. On longer drives. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, definitely. You know, the funny thing is, with my guys, I don't even need a, a longer drive. Like, my nurses here, we're looking at each other laughing right now. Because they'll, they'll barf on the way to the corner store. <laughs> so, Brenda. See, you need vinyl floors in your vehicle, Sandra. I know. That's crazy. And I want to know about fighting. How do they not fight? Oh, God. All these boys. Um, yeah, I have a no-contact policy. So um, it's not like they don't break it, but it's no contact. And by that, it's like any inappropriate touching. And so they just lose whatever they're going to lose. Like throughout the years, it's been different. It's been like, okay, you have to to cool down in in your room or you, but now it's computer time. So there's no fighting. They they know I'm just on play when it comes to certain rules. Bedtime and no contact. Yeah, those are the big ones. Your big take, the, the things you take away. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I, I. You know, it just depends on the kid. Um, what's going to be where it's going to hit him? You know. Yeah. Enforce <laughs> my rules. Um, yeah. Go hard. You, you know. Need a soft yeah, I try hard. not to raise my voice. I try not to do like coercion or manipulation. But definitely, it's like, look, if you want to get uh, this, then you better do. You know, there's certain rules you've got to follow. I like that. So you're firm. You're not I'm like firm, you know. You yeah. don't just like okay, let them do whatever, and then they step all over you. You're like. You're hardcore not- tough mama. I love it. Yeah. Like, Sand- I, I, you know, bedtime's not negotiable. It's like, and they're like, I'm not tired. I'm like, it's not about you. I'm tired. It's bedtime. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> There's one of me 
and 10 of you go to bed. So, Brenda, if people want to follow you, follow your journey, your story, where can they find you? So I have a website, Brenda, at brendashik.com, and I put a lot of stuff up about my homeschool, and there's videos and, you know, our travels to China and things like that. And then on Instagram, it's Brenda, at Brenda Sheik. So can you spell Brenda, it? S-H, yeah, at Brenda, S-H-I-E-K-H. That's awesome. And you guys, if you go there, Sandra, you need to jump on. We're gonna we're gonna actually yeah. put her a link to her um, Instagram on the Parenting Show Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash the Parenting Show, because you are going to um, just fall in love with Brenda, her husband, all of the kids. I even follow uh, Brenda's daughter and mother <laughs> because they're in business together. They have a little coffee shop. Oh, cool. It's, it's, co- right. Wait, it's coffee and flowers, right, Brenda? Yeah, it's coffee and flowers. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they're, so they're uh, you got it. You just, it's the most, they're the most amazing uh, family. And Brenda is funny. Like, there's also a picture that uh, all of you guys listening, when you're jumping online and you're checking out her Instagram, there's a picture that you need to look for. They're all on their bikes. And, and the little guy in the front has just got this, like, face. And I think it's kind of screaming. And, and Brenda, you captioned it something like, um, you know, trying to childproof a house for 11 kids is not easy. No matter what I do, they still manage to get in. <laughs> right. so, yeah, Honestly, the funniest thing ever. Thank you so much for joining us today, Brenda. Uh, we appreciate it. We love you. Um, yeah. We bow down to you, Mama. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's been so much fun. You oh, guys Mama. are so giggly. I love it. And yeah. thank you, Sandra, who I called up when she tried to call in sick i'm like well you're getting on the phone with us <laughs> feel better sandra and uh okay. don't forget to tune in because her show inside jokes is up next and uh just go put on a pair of depends first my <laughs> my my advice to you guys this is the parenting show i'm your host pina crispo of chicmama.ca and you've been listening to us on global news radio 640 toronto